0: Welcome to a very special edition of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness podcast. I am your host, Marco Tomasi, and I'm sitting here solo. No Jess tonight. Where's Jess? She's got a bit of laryngitis, cannot speak. Actually, she's got little squeaks that come out. Uh, she thought about coming on in and keeping me company while I did this, so I wasn't just talking to myself. But was afraid that she would make too much noise or she started laughing and squeaking and mess up the recording. And this is some really important information we want to get out. We're going to introduce the Red Arrow Challenge tonight. And that's, you know, we got to kick this thing off. This is where all of you out there have the opportunity to participate. You get to challenge yourself. You can compete against yourself. You can compete against others in your age group. You can compete in multiple disciplines, multiple sports. You can look at compare running to running, or you can do a composite of everything. Uh, this is something that uh, really means a lot to me. It means a lot to Jess, and we really want to get the ball rolling on this because it really be, is at the heart of everything we're doing here. Uh, and it, let's face it, it's a lot more fun. Uh, You can listen to us, and we encourage you to keep on listening to the podcast, but it's going to be something we start talking about week after week after week. It's going to be a regular segment, uh, and why sit on it? Why save this and not do anything with it? So we want to get it started. But before we get into all that, uh, even though Jess is not here, um, you know what? It's a night. It's been quite a day, but it's a, a night here with the recording equipment. And we, you know, got something to drink to keep my uh, wet my whistle. And tonight it is a all day IPA by Founders Brewery, a Michigan brewery, a large Michigan brewery. For you know, some of those craft beer snobs who are like, oh, they're getting too big. You know what? I don't care. It's tasty. Um, can't drink whiskey all the time, people. I like Michigan beers. Not limiting it to just Michigan beers, but I do like Michigan beers. And I'm um, happy to, to have one every now and again. I'm not a huge beer drinker anymore. Uh, it's part of uh, watching my carbs and how much I drink. But uh, I do enjoy one from time to again. And if I only get so many beers, I want one that tastes well. I do want to add that while this sounds like a commercial, not, founded, not sponsored by founders, uh, not sponsored by any beverage company right now. Just drinking it because I want to drink it tonight. Uh, that said, if you have a brewery, winery, distillery, and you would like to send us something, you know, sponsor us, or just send us something that we can enjoy while recording our podcast, you're welcome to go to our website r a x h w dot o r g. Go on over there, check it out. Now that we've talked about what's in the glass in front of me, let's get down to business a little bit. Uh, It's been, it's really been an interesting few days, a few weeks. Unless you've been off on some sort of meditation retreat or in isolation or hiking and camping in the woods, you're well aware that it's just not been normal around here and everywhere. Uh, We've got the novel coronavirus floating around, COVID-19. It seems like every day there's a new executive order from our governor, other governors, local municipalities on how to handle this. You know, I went from, oh, just wash your hands a lot, to it's been progressively more and more. Kids are home. uh, Businesses are getting shuttered or changing the way they operate. And it's it's a challenging time, and you know Jess and I can talk about this more. Certainly, it will be easier with Jess here, especially with her background in biology and her love for microbiology. Not to mention, um, it's a little bit strange because I'm looking at her empty chair right there. Uh, it actually took me a few takes just to get through the opening of this sequence. You know, kind of getting to the point. We've got this Red Arrow Health and Well or Red Arrow Challenge. Ugh, pardon me, the Red Arrow Challenge, and this is something you can do that. Even in the times of coronavirus, you got to take care of yourself. You can't give up, you know, all those New Year's resolutions that everyone throws out. Whatever challenge you have for yourself, promise you've made to yourself, motivation you have for yourself, whether you're trying to maintain or lose or improve, you got to keep going. And for most of the country, even with the shelter in place parts, uh, I know like Michigan's getting a bad rap right now. They're like, oh, you guys have all these new cases. You should just all shut yourselves inside your houses. Even here, at least at the time I'm recording this, you're still allowed to go out and enjoy the great outdoors. And we've got great outdoors here. And By the way, I am not sponsored by some sort of Michigan tourist thing, but you can go out hiking. We've got nature trails. You can go walk around your neighborhood. You are supposed to be responsible keep your that social distancing stay six feet away from people but you know we can go out i'm lucky enough that i have a treadmill not everybody has a treadmill i can run inside i can do workouts in my house there's plenty of different workout routines online but look if you've run and you're a runner treadmills are boring you don't go anywhere i want to get outside so the weather's starting to improve it's springtime getting out there running, and the fact that that still isn't shut down to me. i uh, mentioned before, I'm a coach. I, the kids are home. The athletic season is paused. Thankfully, at this point in time, it has not been canceled for the high school and middle school athletes. Uh, I feel really bad for the college athletes because their spring seasons were didn't even get to the start. They were shut down. But for my athletes, there's still that glimmer of hope that maybe we get to, might do something in May. I mean, for Track and field, we really only need May, I really only need the second half of May. I need to get, you know, from my opinion, the conference championship in, instead of it being four meets plus a championship meet, you know, if we just do that championship meet at the end of May, that'll make it, for, especially for the seniors, uh, the regional meet, and then uh, the state finals for the kids who qualify. If I get those three, it won't be a, I mean, it won't be a total loss. I feel really bad for the seniors. These kids have worked their whole high school and middle school career leading up to this. Not you know, Their spring seasons are up in the air. Uh, senior class trip is canceled or postponed. Prom is up in the air. I talked to one parent today that said, "Hey, you know, currently prom is canceled slash postponed. But even if it gets flat out canceled forever, she, when things improve and groups can get together, she will have the seniors and their dates over, and they'll have a, a big party in their barn and have a quote unquote prom." Uh, as of right now, there's question marks around graduation. I mean, just my heart goes out to these kids. So. What can you do? Well, it's a stressor. Go outside for a run. Go outside for a walk. Keep your distance from the neighbors, which uh, if you're like me and some of my neighbors, it's like, you know what? Not minding too much that uh, the neighborhood busybody isn't stopping me to tell me about all the gossip. I just want to go out and exercise. Uh, It needs to get a little bit warmer for me. I'm a fair weather uh, bike rider, but a few degrees warmer, I can break out my bike and get out there and ride. Uh, my kayak is hanging in my garage i cannot wait to get it out put the roof rack back on my truck get that out there get on the open water um get on you know just get out there and enjoy nature and quiet and it helps me clear my head and even in times like these you need to get out there get some fresh air get going and until they tell us otherwise enjoy it enjoy it responsibly not uh, just like some sort of beer commercial, but enjoy the great outdoors responsibly. You know, keep your distance from everybody else, wash your hands and, but stay fit, stay active. If it comes down to just being stuck on the treadmill, so be it, but I like to mix it up. So the Red Arrow Challenge is something you can use to help motivate you to keep going. Whether in good times or bad, it'll be there, use it. It's an extra little motivation. How did this all come about? Well, it actually came out of coaching. Uh, After my first year at the high school I was coaching at now, there was a pressure put on like, hey, you got to come up with a summer conditioning program for these kids. But you got to also fall in line with school regulations on workouts and when you can meet and when you can't, as well as the state regulations on how many kids you can work with, what you can work out when, and whatnot. And then there was the added piece of, hey, you got to find a way to kind of reach back to the elementary and the middle school and get them involved. And then there's another layer to it. <laughs> I have a job. I had things. I have a family. And so, you know, you pour so much time into coaching uh, on top of work. You know, you go to work and I don't I'm not a teacher. I don't you know, teach in the school. So it's not like, oh, I'm just staying at the office later. I got a job and then would go and coach. And then I wanted to go see my, my children. My kids are not of the age even yet where they're old enough to be on any of my teams. So when we get to summer and they're going, hey, you got to put it in this extra time. I'm like, uh, okay, no one coaches for the money, but this is not even compensated. So it's hard for me to even justify to my wife and kids. Daddy's got to go coach some more. Uh, you don't see me much in the fall and the spring, but now I'm going to be gone in the summer. So came up with the idea for a virtual club. And it kind of answered the mail for everything in that the kids went and did what they did. I wasn't putting demands on them. There wasn't a quota on, you got to do X amount this week. And it started out just as a running club. It's like, go run, run as much as you want, keep track of your totals, turn them in online. And we're going to have a competition, a weekly competition. And also we'll look at cumulative totals. But it didn't stop there because, you know, we got these leaderboards of who's doing what, but we had to publish it. So a newsletter went with it. And that newsletter also included local races. What and local is a relative term. So we had everything from Wisconsin, Indiana, Illinois, Michigan, Ohio. But here's what's going on. Because I didn't want to hear what Because I was encouraging them. Go do local races over the summer. And they're like, oh, we don't know what's going on. I'm like, well, here you go. And it was it's just page after page in like size six font. The local race. What is it? What are the distances? What are the details? And uh, the link they could click on. But there was more. Uh, Every week we had a route of the week. I did the first one. And then after that, uh, I had an executive committee helping me with this. Who were kids on the team? High schoolers. So they would take turns. One would come up with a route. They would put a Google Earth map on there. They would describe the route. And there you go. Uh, we'd also have articles, and you know, the first summer we did this, the articles were, were pretty weak. You know, it was like, oh, here's my favorite playlists, and a few other things, but they progressively got better, and every summer, the, the kids that are helping me with this are, you know, that are helping on that executive committee would rotate, and the quality of the writing got progressively better and better and better. We had review of of apps. We had recipes, their favorite recipes, because... If you ran cross-country or track growing up, you know, yeah, there's the competition, there's all that, the cheering crowds. But a lot of it is about the social time and the food, especially with cross-country runners. Uh, You know, you go, you've got a 5K race to run or a two-mile race if you're middle school. But when we go, we're there for the whole duration, for the girls' varsity, the boys' varsity, the girls' middle school, the boys' middle school. Sometimes they break out the sixth graders. So we're there for a few hours. There's plenty of food. So these kids are sharing recipes, sharing running routes, along with these leaderboards. So that's where it started the first summer. And it, it was all the way from three-year-old preschool up at the school on up through the seniors, the um and their parents. And then the second summer, the alumni started, you know, asking, Hey, we want to join, will you join? And it's like, uh, I don't know, we're piloting this thing the first summer. Second summer, was, okay alumni can join spouses of faculty and staff can join we're starting to open it up more it's still just running then the third summer it's like all right let's have some fun with this so then it got into multi-sport so it was swim bike run paddle and it was also opened up two alumni and kids uh, some of these other local small schools were co-opting with our school it's like hey come trade and, and it wasn't just my runners it was like the whole school so kids who did other sports were welcome too. and when we started adding them the multi-sport then it started attracting more uh, kids too because it's like well i'm not a runner great get on your bike and it's grown from there um you know we had Swim, bike, run, paddle. Uh, last summer, it was swim, bike, run, uh, sit-down paddle, which is kayak and canoeing, or stand-up paddle, uh, which is paddle board. and great turnout. And you could also compete and just say, hey, where do I rank in just the running? Or some of the kids were like, am I the best swimmer? And then we also had the, you know what, there's a composite score of points. They entered everything in. It went into a formula spits out a point total and they could see, all right, now we can compare something apples to apples, not just apples to oranges. And really, really went well. We also, you know, added a piece where in the middle of the summer we had a multi-sport race. And you know, you could do uh, two legs, three legs, four legs, but it was a virtual challenge and you had you had to pick somewhere in a week where you had to go and do all of your legs with it one Day, you could take breaks in between the legs, but once you start the clock and say do your swim, now you couldn't stop that clock in the middle of your swim and take a break. Once you started the clock, no matter how long it took, clock kept running till you finished your set distance. And the distances were different by age group. But then once you finished your swim, you could go take a nap if you wanted before you went and go do your run, whatever. But it had to be done on that given calendar day, and. It's fun. It's something to do in the middle of summer. It's flexible. Get to see what my runners are doing. Uh, I get to see the results. They send in pictures, uh, evidence so that they're actually doing it and they're not just lying. And for the ones on my team, you know, you really can't lie about it. Because once you show up to cross-country practice, when we get to August, yeah, I know who's been lying and who hasn't. And so the kids stay honest, but they also challenge each other. They Some of them meet up together and work out together. So that was kind of like where this all came from. And now I want to take that and what I've, you know, if you want to think about it as a pilot, what I piloted with my own team and the school that I went to, I coach at, my kids go to, uh, take it to the next level, uh, which is, you know, in theory, the global level. You know, let's do this at a larger level. So what was that? Summer Racing Club, because we had to change the name after it wasn't just running. Uh, is morphing into the Red Arrow Challenge uh, for the Red Arrow Health and Wellness, uh, which is our virtual activity club. We've got a podcast. uh, On our website, we'll have everything related to this, along with other materials. Later on, we're going to be adding product reviews, once we start reviewing the products, uh, our favorite recipes. Uh, You'll be able to check out the archive of the weekly progress. So that's where it came from. That's it in a nutshell. But... Let me break it down even more. So, here we go. Red Arrow Challenge. What is the Red Arrow Challenge in one sentence? It's a weekly competition to see how far you can go. Can you equal what you did the week before? Can you outdo yourself? Can you beat yourself? It is a multidisciplinary race. In that, you can run, you can walk, you can bike, you can swim, you can paddle, you can skate, you can do all sorts of things. I'm going to go down to that whole list in a moment. But can you first and foremost equal or beat yourself? That's who you're competing with. You make yourself a better you. Challenge yourself. Once you tackle that opponent in the mirror, then of course there's other people in your division, other people overall, other people in various categories you care more about, and some you might not care about. You know, one of them is cross country skiing. You might not be a cross country skier or have one of those track machines you might not care about that great we got all the other pieces you can go with the main thing is can you improve can you improve just in the category you care about which might be running or do you want to go for the composite score but keep going it is a challenge on how far you can go not how fast we'll have other competitions that's you know pop up and there'll be virtual challenge we will do speed and time But for the Red Arrow Challenge, this weekly challenge, we're really focused on health and wellness, not necessarily being the elite athlete. So that gives us this piece of just get out there and go. Go, go, go. Whether you're going at lightning speed or you're the slow and steady tortoise, who cares? You're off the couch and you're moving. And that's what we're doing for this piece. this whole thing work? Well, we're looking at sessions of elevated heart rate, times where you're saying, hey, I'm going to work out. You know, in this day and age, a lot of people have wearable technology, wearable activity trackers, uh, Fitbits, and Apple watches, and Garmin watches, and uh, I mean, I had a Nike fuel band way back in the day. Uh, You know, there's all these things out there. Plus, some people, you know, they're The movement of their cell phone in their pocket gets recorded. Whether you have something like that or not, it's when you say, I'm going to go work out. The thing you got to watch out for, especially when we get to the run walk uh, categories, we're not counting every step you did through the day. You're not going, well, you know, my Fitbit says I covered seven miles today from the time I got out of bed to the time I went to bed. We're not counting all that. You know, getting out of your desk and walking over to the supply cabinet to get a ream of paper to refill the printer is not exactly. (laughs) Helping you be physically fit. Just like, oh, I got off the futon to go change which video game was in the uh, the PlayStation. And, and, that, and on my way back, I stopped and got some Cheetos. You know, not helping you lose weight. So we want times where you decided, like, you know what? I'm going for a walk. Or I'm going for a run. Or I'm getting on the treadmill. So you got to limit it to just those sessions. Once you do that, then you record... For most of these, you record how far you went. And I'm gonna go down through the categories that we're looking at, at least this time. We may grow it larger in the future, but for now, to kick it off, here's what we got. First up, running running measured in kilometers this is when you go for a run treadmill counts you know what even getting on the elliptical counts for those of you got hip and knee issues and you can't take the impact running indoor outdoor indoor track outdoor track around the neighborhood on road road, off-road cross-country whatever if you're a runner and you're trying to build up your distance let's say you're doing some sort of couch to 5k program and you can't do your max distance you start off running and you drop to a walk. Or you're a run walker. You know, you see that a lot and you do 5K races with the little kids. It's like run, walk, run, walk. You also see it in people who are out of shape. But that counts as running. Uh, if there's a run portion mixed in with what you're doing, count it as a run. Get the distance in kilometers. Or if you do it in miles, let's say your device uh, or your app measures everything in miles. Easily converted later when you add them all up. Get your distance. How do you measure the distance? You can do that you know some devices are gps enabled or can they guesstimate other times you can go out on a route of known distance or if you're walking around your neighborhood or town you know what drive it measure it with the car's odometer see where it comes out it won't be exact but close enough you can also measure things online google earth is a down a free download you can go trace your route on there and it will measure it for you also if you go to a state park uh, city, some city parks too. A lot of hiking trails are pre-measured for you. So there's a lot of options out there to figure out how far you went. So again, running in kilometers. After that, we have walking. Now again, this is not, hey, I walked from the couch to the fridge, got a beer, went back to the couch. That distance doesn't count. This is where I'm going out for a walk. This lends itself well to people who just aren't a runner. Uh, for whatever reason. Maybe you're early in your journey for weight loss. Maybe the hip knees just aren't there to support it. Uh, That's fine. Maybe you're getting a little bit older and just being partly active is better than not being active. And that's correct. So this is where I'm going out for a little bit quicker paced walk. And then I would, it's not a moseying around. I'm not just strolling lovingly along the beach. I'm going out, elevated heart rate. That's what we're going for. Just like running, measure that in kilometers. So walking in kilometers. After running and walking, we have cycling or biking. This is not motorcycling. This is not. This is cycling-style biking. Breaking it down into two subgroups: road and off-road. It's the surface, not the actual bicycle you're on. To take a bike off-road, to do mountain biking trails, uh, off-road trails. Takes a lot more uh, energy, a lot more calories to go a short distance than the equal distance flying down the road, uh, no matter how wide that tire is. Now, obviously, we could get down split hairs that a uh, touring bike is going to go much faster than a fat tire bike on the same trail, or I'm sorry, the same road. Yeah, but we can only break this down so far and have it make sense for everybody. So we're going those two divisions road bike. Or off-road bike, both measured in kilometers. You break it down that way, just subdivide your stuff. You're going out on trails, great. Put that in a category, how far did you go? Same thing, you can use your cell phone. There's plenty of apps to track where you're at, or if you've got a GPS device, measure how far you went, or if it's a trail of known distance. Road biking, same thing. Most bike road bikes have some sort of uh, computer built in now, Attached to track how far you went usually by the number of uh, revolutions of the wheel or you have a gps device or a watch or a cell phone or what have you if you don't have any of that you're going completely old school you know what? great use a route that you know measure the roads go back and drive it later after the two biking divisions swimming swimming measured in meters floating on a pool floaty doesn't count as swimming any stroke Doing laps in the pool is probably the best way to measure it. That's why we're going with meters. But if you want to go open water, well, one, please do it responsibly. Please have some, don't do it alone. But you can measure it um, using various apps, measure it online, uh, swim along the shoreline, what have you. Swimming, again, swimming in meters. After swimming, we have sit-down paddle, which is basically kayak or canoeing because those are the most popular options out there. If you've got some other craft that fits the bill, though, where you sit down and paddle, cool. Count it. Distance measured in kilometers. And then we have stand-up paddle. Paddle boarding. Very popular these days, or you see them everywhere. I guess if you have something else where you stand up and paddle that isn't a paddle board, it would count. Gondola, maybe. I mean, there's not a lot of those uh, floating around, uh, at least around where I'm at. But you know what? Maybe you got some canals. Maybe somebody in Venice is doing this. Sure, count it. If you're in a boat, moving it with an oar, and uh, you're standing, go ahead and count your your kilometers. For those of you with a Nordic trek or in uh, climates that get colder in the winter, cross-country skiing, great aerobic workout. Uh, it's been around forever. And I realize this is going to be a minority out there, but for that minority. Uh, it's a change of pace, especially in the winter. If you've got a Nordic track, you got a, uh, and those usually have a computer interface to tell you how far you went. And then, especially the newer models, or you're just going out cross-country skiing on the trails, record how far you went in kilometers. After cross-country skiing, we have got skating, rollerblading, roller skating, ice skating. Uh, it took me a while playing around with this, uh, you know, figure out how this worked in. But you know what? Measure it in kilometers. Again, use those apps. Use, you know, the smartwatches and whatnot. Record it. If you're on an ice rink just skating circles, the rink has known dimensions. You should be able to calculate, hey, I did this many laps. It comes out to a certain distance. Right, keep in mind, ice rinks are not uniform in shape and size and dimension. Uh, even hockey rinks, olympic size the nhl size and even then you know some of those vary a little bit so you just got to find out what the dimensions are ask somebody who works at the rink hey what's that what's the dimensions of the rink there you go Uh, and then it's not even getting into the ones that are specifically designed for other uses so yeah ask whoever's working there what are the dimensions of the ice use that count your laps there you go convert it into kilometers you're all set All right, the last activity we added on there here is hockey. It can be ice hockey. It can be roller hockey. And played around with this one for a while. And one of the challenges that came in here for roller hockey, uh, at least around here, roller hockey was most often played outdoors. And so the same apps that were tracking running and walking and really everything, kayaking and swimming and whatnot, worked great. It's awesome. Uh, But ice hockey, wow. I don't know if the um, guys at the NSA and CIA are designing the, the rinks, but a lot of the rinks, it was difficult getting a cell signal or something reliable to really measure distance uh, in terms of playing a game because you're not always doing straight laps. It's uh, You're moving in all directions and stopping short in quick turns. So... I've played with this one for a few years. Uh, for my own measurement of what I was up to, before it became this went to the summer ra- racing club, before it was a summer running club, I had my own challenge myself uh, that I was documenting called the Chubby Hubby Challenge. And so I was tracking, you know, what am I burning? How far am I skating? Uh, on some of the, uh, ice rinks when I was playing hockey, I was able to track through my activity trackers. And there was at one point I was wearing two or three of these at a time to compare products. I could kind of get a good idea of how many steps I took and compare them between the two and how many calories I burned, and how far I traveled. And I even had you know video recordings of in games so I could kind of go back and guesstimate how far I traveled and, and measuring it. And so kind of put all that together and really went with the common theme of, you know what, base it on calories. How many calories were burned? Because a lot of the wearable devices that you can put underneath your pads, wear it on your wrist without it being cumbersome, will tell you based on your heart rate and how hard you're skating how many calories you burned. And I like wearing it, you know, part of this too, not only for comparing products, I can count how many shifts I got. So if you are a hockey player, and especially if you play in adult leagues, AKA beer leagues, uh, that is something uh, you care about is, hey, am I getting enough shifts? Am I getting the hockey time that I'm paying for? Well, no matter what device I was wearing, you know, if it was tracking my heart rate, you could tell by a spike in my heart rate, when I was skating and when I was on the bench. And it's that increased heart rate that factors into each device's proprietary formula for figuring out calories based on your height, your weight, your age, and how hard your heart's beating. All right, fine. We'll use that calorie estimate, and that'll go in. We'll compare who's burning more calories playing hockey individually, but it'll also go into the overall category, the composite score for everything. Which brings us to the last point. Points. Points are that composite score. Not all of these are rated equally. A kilometer of cycling, road cycling, road biking, does not earn you as many points as a kilometer of running. Why is it? Well, obviously it's going to take more energy, more effort to run a kilometer than it will to hop on a road bike with your skinny little tires and pedal your way one kilometer. It's just what it is. So it's going to take more cycling longer distance to equal that same run but by balancing that out and we've had a few summers now of playing with that plus a few winners of me experimenting with it further they come up and dial this in we get this composite score so finally uh like my dad was huge into cycling and i was doing races and so how can we compare these two Well, I came up with this Is it perfect? Absolutely not. Trying to compare two different activities is very difficult, but this gives us something, something to compare. It's close-ish, and it's, come on, this is just for fun. It's something to entertain and shoot for and compete, and really what we're looking for is that extra motivation to get out there, get active, be healthy, and to remind ourselves to keep going because it's really easy to go, well, I want to work out tonight, but, well, tough. Get out there. Get working because otherwise you're going to fall behind in the competition. If you've got somebody else you know in there, they're going to go, well, what happened to you? You fell off this week. Come on. Get with it. So that's why this is here. Again, just running down the list. The activities are running, walking, biking on the road, biking off-road, swimming, measured in meters, not kilometers, sit-down paddle, kayak and canoe. Stand-up paddle, also known as paddleboard. Cross-country skiing. Don't expect to see too much of that, but it's there. Skating, roller, roller blades, or ice skating. And hockey, either roller or ice hockey. Hockey being measured in calories. And then overall, we've got the composite points. You're seeing yourself, all right, I got it. I know the the targeted activities. I know the behaviors. Uh, I know how we're measuring it. Kilometers or meters or calories. All right, so now what? You're going to take the grand total for the week. And for the Red Arrow Challenge, the weeks run Monday through Sunday night. Why that way? Well, it gives you the whole weekend before you turn stuff in. Uh, You know, you're having a rough week. It's like, at least I got the weekend. Not to mention, nobody wants to be troubled on Sunday, you know, know, on Saturday night to get their stuff in. It's like, look, Saturday, Sunday are a package. It's called the weekend, so we'll make it the weekend. Monday morning starts a new week. And, you know, I know when I was a kid in school or I was a kid in college, too, you put off everything through the weekend anyway. So Mondays, we start fresh Monday morning. You take your grand totals of Monday through Sunday, and you go and turn that in. Each week's totals need to be turned in by Tuesday at the latest of the following week at 11.59 p.m., or if you prefer a 24-hour clock, 23.59, Eastern Time Zone, Eastern Time, to be included in that week's tally. We'll post the weekly and cumulative totals on our website. Totals will be listed in each activity category as well as for points by age group. The top performer in terms of points for each division for the week is crowned the champ. But you must have your data in before the Tuesday deadline to be considered for that week's win. So what happens if you're late? Or what happens if you've got some sort of superstar your group? One, I've learned through these past few summers, you get a superstar in there. They're not always perfect about turning their stuff in, so you got to be there ready to go. Kind of consistent in middle school and high school sports, not to mention in life. you got to be ready to be next up. And also, again, you're competing against yourself first and foremost. But also, it's not all lost. Let's say you forgot. Let's say you're out on some sort of meditation retreat or something like that. So what? Just turn your stuff in. You won't be eligible for the weekly total for that week because everything's quote-unquote going to press after that. But you turn it in and it'll get added to your cumulative total uh, and it will show up in the next successive uh, publication. Now, you won't be able to steal away the crown from somebody who would say they had, you know, a thousand points and you did two thousand points worth of stuff for that week you don't get to steal the crown away from them because they got their stuff turned in in time. But that 2,000 points gets added to your cumulative total. So it's not all loss. And besides, it, that was a lot of hard work. Congratulations. Again, you're trying to make yourself better. There you go. So weekly leaderboards will be posted on our website. And what is our website? R-A-X-H-W dot O-R-G. And, of course, we'll also be discussing those leaderboards in our weekly podcasts. Also, don't forget, this is very, very important. Don't cheat. So you've been listening to me talk about this and talk and talk and talk. How? How do you get signed up? How do you get started? Well, first off, go to our website, r-a-x-h-w Become a member. Supports us. Supports what we do. Gives you access to the challenge, the results, the archive, all the other content we're putting up there. Not to mention, uh, periodically, we're going to have races. Races for actual timed races. Virtual time races. So for those of you who are going, I don't know about this distance thing. I like to go fast. Great. We're going to have those periodically. So this is something to help you train and put those miles in. And for those of you who don't care about how fast you go, awesome. The Red Arrow Challenge itself is perfect for you because we're just going on distance. Are you putting the miles in? Are you getting your rear end off the couch and get moving? So members all get access to that. Then once inside, you can register for the challenge. You have to create a username because, you know, some people aren't cool about having their name publicly posted what they're doing. Whatever, you want an alias? Cool, have an alias. I know I'd rather have an alias up there. And then once you've created your username, start moving. Get out there. Get active, record what you do. At the end of each week, put your totals in online, but don't quit. Keep moving. It's a new week. Do it again. Do it again. Can you outdo yourself? Go, go, go. Be awesome. And then again, I cannot say this enough. Don't cheat. Thou shalt not lie in the Red Arrow Challenge. It's our only commandment here. Don't be that person who enters every single step they do all day long, whether they're walking to the fridge or they're going to get the ho-hos out of the vending machine or a Twinkie, that stuff doesn't count. Stuff where you are doing elevated heart rate, you're actually engaging in physical activity for the purpose of working out. That's what counts. Very important. You don't have to be doing Olympic training. You don't have to be out doing an ultra marathon. If you're just going and doing a, you know, hey, it's the evening walk around the neighborhood. I'm taking the dog. We're going to go a little peppy pace. Cool. That stuff counts. Don't cheat. Be honest. Don't lie. And that's it. That's it. It sounds like a lot. It took me a while to talk about it because we've got so many different activities and behaviors available. But you know what? That's what makes it fun. Mix it up. Have fun with it. You know, this week you did a lot of swimming. Next week, you do some running. By doing that, you don't get stuck in a rut. Just try to increase the overall points you've got. But if you are prepping for, you know, it's swim season, that counts. Say you're on a swim team, a cross country team, a track team, a hockey team. That stuff counts. You're a baseball player? Cool. Put on your activity tracker. How many miles did you run in the course of practice or a game? You're a tennis player? Awesome. Count it as running. You're running all over the court. Perfect. Get out there get moving. That's the important part. Be active, be healthier, enjoy life. There's so many things we have to do, especially when you become an adult, that just aren't fun. They call work work for a reason. And unfortunately for more and more uh, people, especially Americans, work is becoming more sedentary. Uh, We're not out there Working on a farm. And even for those farmers who do work much harder, honestly, I'm not going to for a second pretend like an office job is harder work than working on a farm. But with automation, it's relatively less physical than it was a generation ago. Go, go, go. Get moving. Get active. Be a better you. Be healthier. Enjoy life. Enjoy the great outdoors. Enjoy the people around you. Enjoy your family. Be healthier so that you can enjoy the time you have with those you love. And that's it. Have fun. So hopefully this episode did an adequate job of introducing the Red Arrow Challenge laying out the parameters, laying out the behaviors we're looking at and how we're measuring them. Uh, and, of course, we'll be talking about this more and more. It's going to be a weekly segment as we go forward. Before I wrap up this special episode where not only did I introduce the Red Arrow Challenge, but I've been going through this without my partner in crime here, uh, no Jessica, and it's it's been a challenging segment to record because, again, I'm still staring at her empty purple chair over there. One of the layout, uh, because on our website, when you go to Witness Sign Up, you'll also see there's a spot for uh sponsorships. Uh if you know you have a company and you want to sponsor what we do. Uh if you have a beverage company and you want to send something in for us to sample, we're well, happy to sample it. If you want to sponsor us uh and just have us drinking your product, sure, send it in. We'll talk, you know, contact us, we'll talk. Uh as of right now, none of the Adult beverages that Jess and I enjoy on on during our recording sessions are sponsoring us. It's just stuff we grab from our kitchen, our beer fridge, what have you, liquor cabinet. Uh, But also uh, workout, exercise equipment. Uh, If you want us to review it and discuss our honest reviews on our podcast, we'll do that. Uh, If you want to actually, when we post photos on our Instagram, on our webpage of us competing or when we go out because uh, summer's coming, which is race season for us when we're out there and we're trying to be better versions of ourselves if you prefer to see uh your logo on our shirts our bikes our uh, kayaks you know what have you you want to see us wearing your footwear drop us a line we'll talk we're open to it and if you just want to flat out be a sponsor of our uh podcast again drop us a line that said, I'm going to wrap up this special episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness podcast. Get moving, get active. Can't wait to see the data coming in. And until next time, bye.